Hey folks, this is Dr. Josh Luke from the Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke Show, broadcasting on the Future of Health Radio and the Dash Radio Network at dashradio.com. It's so cool to be bringing this to you on Dash Radio. And so each week we do uh, a couple of featured flashback episodes. And this week we're going to bring you uh, what was previously episode 30 from uh, the show that I hosted called Dr. Luke's Waiting Room the Healthcare Authority podcast. It's still great material. That's why we're bringing it back to you. We changed the name, although the theme was uh, very much the same, but we wanted to be really clear when we changed the name to spend less on healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke, that our listeners understand that the whole goal of this show is to help American families, individuals and families, learn how to access great care uh, and at the same time spend less and, and reduce their wasteful healthcare spending. So that was always our goal. Uh, when we were doing Dr. Luke's Waiting Room, the Healthcare Authority podcast, we had uh, a lot of guests who were also helping businesses uh, learn how to save. And really, guys, it's one and the same. The way businesses save is by individual employees learning how to engage. I call it becoming an EHC, Engaged Healthcare Consumer. So in episode 30, you're going to hear from the co-founder of Global One, which is a West Coast-based organization founded by Scott Leggett, uh, and you can find him on LinkedIn. And Scott joins me to talk about how he partnered with several of the commercial health insurers and uh, physician and medical groups, starting in California, working his way outward, um, to offer bundled surgical pricing at surgery centers so it could save businesses and individuals uh, a lot of money when it was time to start um, having a procedure done or uh, some type of specialty procedure. If there was access to a surgery center or a hospital preferred provider, uh, Global One put together a network to do that. And they were one of the first to do it. So I'm excited for you to kind of listen and learn about this because the theme of Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke is always about you, the listener, and your family becoming an EHC, an engaged healthcare consumer. And if you've ever uh, checked out our 10 free tips to save on healthcare, uh, you can get those right now if you haven't before by just texting the word Josh to 72,000. Just text Josh to 72,000 and we'll send you a list and a video that accompanies it with 10 tips uh, for free to start saving on healthcare. And the theme of that whole list is to become an EHC, engage in the process, shop. And this is one example what Global One has done that allows you as a consumer to shop. So enjoy this episode of uh, Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke. It's a flashback episode of Dr. Luke's Waiting Room, the Healthcare Authority podcast. Uh, a great flashback here on the future of health radio on the Dash Radio Network. Recognized as one of the nation's leading healthcare podcasts, you're listening to Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke where you'll get simple tips to reduce the amount of money you and your family spend on healthcare. Hosted by longtime hospital CEO, healthcare futurist, three-time Amazon number one best-selling author, corporate coach, and sought-after keynote speaker, Dr. Josh Luke, he and guests teach you how to keep more money in your pocket and live healthier. Take a seat in Dr. Luke's waiting room. Hey folks, before we jump into the next segment of the show, I want to make sure you know how to request further information from me or from the show or whatever it is you're looking for. And the best way to do that, we've really simplified it for you, is just to text the word Josh, my first name, J-O-S-H, to 72000, that's 72000. In fact, when you text the show, you'll not only receive our free gift, which is 10 tips to start saving on healthcare today, you'll receive it right away. 
but you'll also uh, receive promo codes for some of the other products and services we offer you to learn how to uh, spend less on healthcare for you and your family. So that's text the word Josh to 72000 and get your 10 tips list at no charge today. Thanks so much. Text me. Your spend less on healthcare tip of the day for this show, folks, is to go on to healthy.com and register for free funds for your healthcare bills with no strings attached. That's right. It's hlthe.com. It is simply free money with no strings attached. Once you get to that website, you register for a, a wallet, an online wallet, which takes all of about two minutes to give your name, email, and phone. Uh, in a couple of weeks, you'll get a uh, prepaid debit card in the mail, at which point you can start loading free money from different companies and individuals who donate money uh, through the healthy.com technology. Uh, if you are somebody who is in position for a company or family to donate money to help those in need, um, you can uh, make a tax-free donation, which is what makes healthy.com different from GoFundMe. So check it out at healthy.com. You can find out about their technology and how they partner with not-for-profits to help you pay your healthcare bills and medical bills that you can't afford. Your one-minute tip for today on this show on how to save money for you and your family on healthcare is to go to hlthe.com and register for a wallet and start getting free money today. Welcome back to Dr. Luke's Waiting Room, the Healthcare Authority podcast. It's my honor to have on this week uh, on the show, Scott Leggett, who is the co-founder and co-principal of an organization called Global One. And as you know, on, on this podcast, our goal is to teach Americans how to save money on healthcare, and that's American businesses and American consumers. And Scott and his partner started something very unique. Scott, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing. Thank you. It's happy to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my partner's Tom Wilson and myself. Um, we started actually just by way of background. We're both surgery center operators. We've been in the surgery center uh, ambulatory surgery business for uh, about 20 years and 30 years respectively. Tom a little bit longer than myself. Um, we are operators and have always been looking for angles to um, compete with hospitals and, and basically bring the message of surgery centers to the public eye. Um, lower infection rates, uh, better patient satisfaction, lower prices. Um, and that's not always easy to do, but one of the ways that we, both of us were doing independently at, at surgery centers we were managing, uh, both Northern California and Southern California for myself, um, is to basically um, figure out ways to, to bundle our services. This goes back 10, 12 years ago, uh, started piloting with travel medicine, um, you know, trying to come up with different ways to, uh, to compete with hospitals and getting our word out there. We were fortunate both to uh, be on the um, uh, board for uh, and past presidents of our state association, so had a chance to interact with uh, various insurance companies. And Blue Shield gave us a chance to run a pilot um, with our respective companies around bundle payments uh, goes back now probably eight, nine years ago. Uh, the pilots went really well. We had at the time uh, nine different bundles. Um, they asked and starting in 2015 to uh, see if we could build a statewide um, uh, network um, of, sur of, uh, of surgery centers and providers to provide bundle payments uh, across the state of California. Uh, this actually went back to 2013. We uh, took us a couple of years to get uh, regulatory approval and get things rolled out. And so we started in 2015 and 
Now we're up to 147 surgery centers, a little over 900 surgeons, and about uh, seven or 800 anesthesiologists in our network. And so we have 72 bundles, and uh, we provide a, uh, a management process for Blue Shield of California um, today, and we're starting to talk to other payers, but we have uh, uh, organically grown to self-direct uh, uh, direct contracts with a couple of self-insured companies as well. Wow. And that's impressive stuff. You guys started this in 2013. And one of the things that we talk a lot about on this show and on LinkedIn, and you can find Scott on LinkedIn as well. It's Scott Leggett, L-E-G-G-E-T-T. His title, when you uh, type that in there, is co-founder and co-principal of Global One. So you can find him on on LinkedIn, uh, excuse me, on LinkedIn. And this year, the theme very clearly uh, in healthcare on LinkedIn and just in this country has been pricing transparency. And, and even in uh, you know November of this year, uh, the final rule came out for the president's executive order requiring hospitals to share prices and rates. And I tell people, Scott, when I was a hospital CEO, uh, gosh, five, six years ago, even 10 years ago, when I when I started 12 or 13 years ago, I spent 15 years now, if I would have shared rates uh, with people, I would have been threatened by lawyers, and it would have gotten really ugly, my hospital's contracted rate. And now they're being required by law to do it. So it's very impressive that you guys have been engaged in the kind of transparency movement as early as 2013, and it must be fun for you to see it coming uh, almost to full fruition, and, and, and let there be no doubt that this battle's not over. I mean, the, the hospitals and insurers are fighting it tooth and nail, but tell us a little bit about what it's been like for you, having been knee-deep and sleeves rolled up in this for a good seven years now, to, to see what's going on this year with the federal government requiring pricing transparency. Actually, it's quite, it's quite exciting. Uh, I uh, commend the, the administration for the, the initiatives they're taking. They're very bold. Um, it, it is very exciting. I agree with you. I don't think the, um, it's over yet. I believe that uh, the, the war chests that are accumulated with the insurance companies and the hospitals are pretty big, and I think there'll you know, probably be some challenges to uh, some, of those, uh, some of those rulings uh, that, that came out. But to create transparency is right for the patients. Um, it's right. Uh, it's, it's the right move. I think that, um, uh, and, and you know this, uh, you know very well, Josh. That um, you know creating transparency around um, you know particular codes um, is not going to not going to solve the full battle. We're big believers in bundling the care, uh, bundling it so that uh, you know exactly what you're getting. There's no surprises. Uh, everybody's in network. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of dynamics to uh, being able to price out uh, surgical care. It's a lot e- more, it's a lot easier if you're dealing with uh, an MRI uh, or PT or something that has a simple metric, but there's so many pieces to, uh, to the surgery that to be able to bundle it into one, you know, one price uh, and be able to, to uh, translate that to a patient so they know they have one price, one bill, um, that that's where ultimately it needs to go. It's a big step forward by, by posting the pricing, but um, ultimately patients are going to need to know uh, how many of those codes that are being posted, how many codes are going to be in the bundle that they're going to uh, be subject to. 
Yeah, and I get a lot of those questions when I speak. You know, for those listeners who don't know, I'm a public speaker uh, by trade. I would love to come speak for your group, whatever it might be. I have a couple topics, the health system of the future. If you're in the healthcare industry, I talk about healthcare pricing transparency. If you're just in a church or some sort of trade association or group and looking for tips on on how to spend less for your family and for your business on healthcare. And then in 2020, my new topic is is called uh, whistleblower, uh, why doing the right thing is always the right thing. And I actually am going to be sharing about the fact that of the four hospitals I was CEO of, I actually reported two of them uh, for um, things that I felt to be uh, inappropriate. And those have both settled now. So I'm going to be talking about that for the first time. But back to the topic here um, of pricing transparency. Others that we've spoken to, uh, Scott, that either have the surgery centers with competitive pricing or um, ha- or, or a, a pricing website where we can compare costs and shop and become engaged healthcare consumers have said early in the process that they were targeted by either hospitals or insurers and, and some nasty negotiations took place uh, with, with people to try and undermine them. Did you guys experience any of that or because you were partnered up? From the beginning, I believe you said it was with Blue Shield of California. Did you guys have a little bit more of a smooth sale on that? We, we did have a little bit more of a smooth sale, but um, we're not. Uh, the way our process works um, is that we're uh, fundamentally we have a big education process with the physician offices, and so when a patient scheduled for surgery and they're a Blue Shield patient that qualifies for the program, they call our they call it into our company. Um, our call center then will call the patient once we receive that from the doctor's office. And we actually go through this whole process with the patient, um, walk them through, get them at ease um, that, you know, they have what, what the cost is. Sometimes they're not happy, but we explain their benefits and say, okay, you have, you know, maybe a $2,000 uh, deductible and you have an out-of-pocket, which might the total ends up being 23 or 2400 bucks. But they know exactly what it is, and we assure them that if they get any bills not to pay them to call us, and let us know uh, like and we, we handle it from there. <laughs> yeah, so basically don't pay it. I mean, we handle it. We, you, know, you have one, one, one upfront cost, and, it, and you, know, you know what it's going to be up the front. So we, our, our, our uh, prices are not published online. They're handled through that process uh, when the patient calls in because we actually go through and, uh, and work it through their insurance plan. I think that's probably what, where we're a little bit unique is that most of the companies um, out there like Helora and Medibid, who you've had on your previous programs and Healthcare Blue Book, different ones, they have, they've published pricing, but uh, a lot of cash business goes through those programs. Sure. We're actually interfaced with the health plan itself, um, yeah. and our, our model is, is, is more kind of hand-in-hand uh, hand as a partner with the health plan. Well, you covered a lot of stuff I want to come back to there. First of all, hey, listeners, isn't it great to hear a provider say, if you get a bill, don't pay it? You don't hear that too often, right? Uh, so that's exactly cool, um, that you're, you're telling us that. But I also wanted to ask you, so is it just Blue Shield still, or have you added other partners since you started this model? Uh, we just um, started a partnership with uh, Anthem Workers' Comp. So we're on the uh, Workers' Comp side, not Anthem PPO. And we have a couple of self-insured, um, San Diego Electric in San Diego, and then uh, Mixed Sig, which is uh, municipalities, colleges, schools, and insurance group up in the uh, up in the Bay Area. Um, so um, JPAs are really attracted to this, and so those are happening organically. We're not actively um, uh, going after self-insured companies, but the smaller companies are starting to hear about us, and we're getting approached and starting to go direct uh, with some of these smaller companies. 
That's also great. working with, yeah, working with Blue Shield on their ASO um, business where they have a lot of self-insureds in their ASO uh, client list as well. That's great. So before I forget, uh, here's uh, for those of you watching online, here's a copy of my first bestseller. It's called X Acute. A former hospital CEO tells all on what's wrong with American healthcare. The reason I'm talking about it and holding it up is there's actually a whole chapter in there with my CEO of a hospital's perspective on paying all healthcare bills. And since since Scott brought that up, I wanted to mention it. I, I gave a detailed account of how I never pay a bill the first time I get it because I had so many experiences where um, the rates, or not the rates, but my uh, share of costs changed. There was adjustments. Uh, found out I paid paid too much, and they had to to uh, reimburse me. So I decided to write a whole chapter just from my perspective and my experience on saying, "Hey, I usually wait till at least the second bill, make a phone call, confirm it's correct before I pay." So on that topic, I wanted to cover that. Hey, you mentioned uh, Scott cash rates, and so do you guys? One other question, real quick: Do you own any of the surgery centers, or is it just a network that you manage? It's just a network that that we manage. So we're we're purely a third party administrator uh, ma managing the network. So you so the next question wouldn't be valid then that the cash rates thing. Even if your surgery centers that you partner with offer cash rates, that wouldn't really be your involvement in the process. Is that accurate? That's correct. Now Tom and I have a couple of centers that we're involved in. You know, managing those centers. So we'll do cash rates with those centers. But the Global One business is purely a, a, a TPA. Cool. Hey, it's a it's a great model, and uh, it's certainly appreciated. Hey, I wanted to ask you about this. So, in this, uh, you know, congratulations first of all on having a model that's so ripe for what America needs right now. And and I say that because, as my 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 second bestseller came out, health wealth is healthcare bankrupting your business. That was in two thousand and eighteen. And that's when the pricing transparency conversation really started, not because of my book. I just timed it well as well because it was a topic that I saw there was interest in. And 2019, uh, President Trump and Seema Burma, his uh, head over CMS, have really just slammed this home. Of course, as you mentioned, because the lobbies are so strong, I believe that's why an executive order was done to say, hey, we're going to do this and work backwards instead of trying to get it through two or three of the biggest Correct. lobbies in the country who are, who are against it. I agree it with that. And will continue to be against it. So, um, so 2019, definitely the year of pricing transparency. You guys were ahead of the curve. But I wanted to ask you, in, in light of that, there, part of this pricing transparency movement have been, has been the federal government saying what I like to call a shot across the bow. Hey, guys, we're not going to keep paying more uh, to hospital-operated outpatient facilities like we have in the past, we're going to start working towards uh, a model where whether it's a hospital-owned surgery center or a hospital-owned outpatient center, the rates are the same as if you're not owned by the hospital. So what do you see going on there, and how is it impacting your surgery centers? Hey, folks, it's Doug Sandler, host of the Turnkey Podcast and the Nice Guys on Business Podcast, downloaded 3.5 million times in 175-plus countries. I wanted to make sure that you know that Dr. Josh Luke is not only a nationally recognized podcast host, but an award-winning futurist and one of the most engaging and funniest keynote speakers you could ever see at any type of event. Did you know that Dr. Luke founded 
a not-for-profit in honor of his mom to raise money for Alzheimer's, and when he speaks, proceeds go to that cause. Whether it's an association event, trade meeting, corporate meeting, or church, Dr. Luke is counting on you to reach out to your event planner today to keep his epic run going of being one of America's hottest up-and-coming keynote speakers. He will have you rolling in your seats with laughter and at the same time engage you with stories that help you live healthier and save thousands on healthcare. You can follow him daily on LinkedIn and Twitter and check out his speaking samples on his YouTube channel as well. And when he speaks, everyone in the audience gets a free copy of his most recent best-selling book. And who doesn't want to hear a futurist speak? In fact, the first three people to reach out to the show today to connect Dr. Luke to their association meeting planner will receive a free copy of his book. Reach out at info at spendlessonhealthcare.com. That's I-N-F-O at spendlessonhealthcare.com. Email today. Well, I think it's the right it's the right move. Actually, the biggest thing of all this that is great for our industry is that it's bringing uh, finally into the forefront the the value of ambulatory surgery centers, um, and out, which are outpatient surgery centers. Um, the, a lot of people don't know that we exist. Uh, when you naturally think surgery, you think you need to go to the hospital. Which, uh, really, if you if you can, the best thing to do is to avoid the hospital for many reasons, not just the cost issue, but infections are higher and uh, satisfactions are lower and, sure. you know, you have a much, much better experience, you know, uh, a one-on-one experience in the surgery center. So the biggest thing is that it's bringing our industry more into the, into the, into the light of, of the public. Um, and so that, and then, you know, as far as the, uh, the pricing, um, you know, kind of the uh, crossroads on the pricing, I think it's great because, um, you know, when you look at providing a service, um, it, it should, you know, it shouldn't cost any more for us to provide the service than a hospital provide the service. So, uh, as far as what the payers are paying, what Medicare is paying, they should pay one price if it's an ACL surgery or a total knee surgery, you know, in, in a, it doesn't, you know, irrespective of setting the cost of providing the true cost of providing that, that surgery, uh, should be, uh, pretty much the same besides all the bureaucracy costs. Hey folks, it's Dr. Josh Luke, and it's time for me to stop and thank the sponsors of this show that make Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke a reality. Not only do these sponsors support the show, but they're products and companies and services that I believe in, and I truly believe that they can help you and your family spend less on healthcare. Today's sponsor is Viva Life Med Manager. If you want to look it up as we uh, talk about them a little bit, it's vivalife.care, V-I-V-A-L-I-F-E.care. So when I was a hospital CEO, one of the biggest challenges we had was unnecessary admissions and readmissions, particularly with seniors and individuals that have chronic diseases. But in both cases, they had multiple medications, sometimes more than 10 meds at a time, guys. That's a lot. And it's hard for even a uh, clinical, a licensed clinical caregiver to keep up, let alone a family member. So when I founded the not-for-profit National Readmission Prevention Collaborative, we learned that med management was one of the leading causes of avoidable hospital admissions. And after reviewing hundreds of tools, I came across one that really made sense to me. And that's the award-winning Med Manager by Viva Life. It's a medication management tool. And it's very, very user-friendly, which I always look for, folks. And it's in both manual form or digital electronic form. And if you or your family could benefit from an improved daily medication management tool, whether it's online or just a simple folder that helps you out, check out the award-winning Med Manager at vivalife.care. That's vivalife.care. I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of med, man- med management tools, and this one is the cream of the crop. Thank you to Viva Life Med Manager for your support of Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke. 
Yeah, I mean, the days, uh, again, you know, three or four of the strongest lobbies in the country when you're talking about insurers, the carriers, hospitals, and uh, big pharma, when, the, when their incentives are aligned, look out, it's tough to get anything through D.C., which, again, is why the executive order has been such a popular thing for health care legislation with both President Obama and President Trump. Um, so you mentioned a couple things that I want to come back to, which is um, – you know, before I left the C-suite back in 2011 and 12, when I was a hospital CEO and a vice president for different health systems, uh, and I say this a lot when I speak, um, hospitals quickly learned in the Affordable Care Act that um, our days as the, uh, the big kid on the block uh, were coming to an end. Uh, I like to joke that we were the quarterback in high school and we were so cool, and then we graduated and uh, nobody wanted to hang out with us anymore and nobody cared hmm. because – we realized that, that the Affordable Care Act is an insurance model, and it looks like Kaiser Permanente. The insurance company is the bottom line. It's a consolidated bottom line, and the hospital is now the largest uh, cost in the model, uh, which, of course, is playing into your model as well. But the point I wanted to make is that is what drove the trend of hospitals doing two things out of fear and um, self-preservation, defense to play offense, I would call it. We were buying up, we being hospitals, physician practices, because we saw the physicians were going to gain influence over us, which we'd spent the last 15 years gaining influence over them. And uh, uh, the other thing is we started buying surgery centers. We, the hospital industry, why? Because we saw several opportunities and we saw a threat coming that the insurers were starting to do exactly what Scott mentioned as early as 2013 with he and his partner. Insurers, you know, I, I mentioned this a lot. Um, the insurance business model is really simple, uh, lowest cost and grow members to grow revenue. So, so it, it's a simple model. And so when you can say, call Scott back in 2013 and his partner and say, hey, can you drop our hospital surgery rates by 30 or 40 percent? You know, the answer was yes. And so there you go. And they're leading the way. So the point I wanted to make is, is these surgery centers really have an opportunity uh, it was obvious knowing that there was a threat there because hospitals started buying them up. And you mentioned one other thing. I want to tell this story, Scott, because it's kind of funny. Marvin O'Quinn, who's a good friend of mine and now the president and COO of Common Spirit Health, which is the merger between uh, Dignity Health and, and a, uh, another organization. I think it was Catholic Healthcare West or one of those organizations. But in any case, Marvin's an awesome speaker, good dude. He and I have presented together before, spoken together. And I heard him say about a year ago when he was presenting, hey, my wife used to be a hospital nurse. And there's, uh, she always says the last place she ever wants to be is in a hospital. And for a, a <laughs> hospital CEO to say that, and he's also the one that presented, pointed out in that same speech that it's an insurance model, which means to grow revenue, you grow members. And he was the first hospital executive I've ever heard acknowledge that publicly because we were trying to keep that a secret forever. So I wanted to share those two anecdotes with you as well. So how much longer do you think, Scott, before uh, the federal government just says, hey, if you're getting this surgery, the rate's the same, whether it's a hospital-owned surgery center or a, uh, you know independent surgery center? Do you think we're just a year or two away, or do you think there's still a few more years? I think there's still a few more years because we're, but we're moving that way, uh, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. Um, the, uh, there's already been moves made in that direction with a lot of things between CMS and outpatient as, you, as you're aware of, and they're constantly, you know, trying to move in that direction. So I think we're still a few more years away. I mean, um, starting in January uh, of next year, 2020, 
um, surgery centers will be uh, paid by Medicare to do total knees. Uh, right now we can do uh, partial knees. Um, total hips will be taken off the inpatient only list and be allowed to be done in the hospital outpatient departments in January. That's great. So more than likely a year later in January 2021, total hips will be able to be done in outpatient settings. So, you know, the technologies improve vastly. Surgeons are, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing uh, the technology and patients walking same day on, 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 you know, a total knee or new knee or a new hip. Um, and that's allowing uh, that with the price, obviously the price point is allowing a lot of these, you know, traditionally inpatient cases being moved into the surgery center. So we're starting to do quite a few in our network. Um, we've, uh, um, you know, done uh, about 720 total joints uh, to date in the four years and a little over a thousand spine cases. So we're, we're definitely great. growing, um, you know, in, in that regard. That's great. That's great. So are you guys just in California still, Scott? Primarily in California. We have a, a few uh, channel partners uh, working basically, you know, one of the, one of our niches is the network development piece. So we're working with a couple of transparency companies uh, in a small fashion in a couple of other states, but we're, our deep dive is California right now, and we're considering a couple of other states. And if somebody wanted to learn more about Global One and potentially see if they might have access to this uh, you know, discounted bundled um, surgery that you guys offer, uh, where could they find that information? Um, surgerybetter.com. Surgerybetter.com. Awesome. And right. Scott, are you on any other social media platforms like Twitter, uh, or is it just LinkedIn? Uh, we're on Twitter, uh, G, G1 Surgery, uh, I think is our Twitter handle. And uh, I know we're on Facebook. I think it's G1 Surgery on, uh, for Facebook as well. Awesome. And, hey, we always wrap up our, our show with um, a really tough question. Are you ready for it? We want to know what your favorite sports team to root for is, whether it's uh, college or pro and why. Um, I grew up in Florida. I'm a... Uh, yeah, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Went to graduate school in the swamp. So go Gators. Go Gators, huh? Florida Gators. I like it. I like it. They're on the on the rebound. Their football program ever since so Tim Tebow left there. Huh? So, so cool. Hey Scott, this has been highly informative for me and for the listeners. I wish you the best of luck. You got you're a trendsetter, uh, nationwide. It's cool to hear that you're working with <laughs> within the carriers, the insurers, even though a lot of my friends refer to them as the cartel. The cartel sometimes figures some things <laughs> out, and they've, uh, they've figured out that there's a, uh, a way to, to do this surgery in a more affordable manner with the same high quality. Uh, you guys can find Scott Leggett of Global One online at, on LinkedIn. Uh, it's L-E-G-G-E-T-T or on Twitter at G1 Surgery and at face, on Facebook at G1 Surgery, or you can check out their website at surgerybetter.com. Scott, thanks so much for joining the show. It was great to catch up with you. So here we are. We've reached the end of the road for this excellent episode. Make sure that you follow our guests on social media and check out our prior episodes as well. You can find them at drjoshluke.com. You already heard our offer for a free copy of 10 Tips to Start Saving on Healthcare Today. In addition, when you text that number, we're going to respond with a promo code that gets you a copy of the award-winning Personal Health Spending Reduction Tool for just 49 bucks instead of $79. This Personal Health Care Reduction Spending Tool guarantees you and your family will save at least $1,000 in the initial 90 days after completing the assessment and more 
even more than $5,000 in the first year. This is guaranteed uh, for you and your family to save that much money in year one. Uh, this is a not-for-profit, folks, and we did this for you. We partnered with all these resources because this is what our um, what we're trying to do is just to help you learn how to spend less on healthcare. So again, to receive the free gift and discount, it's really simple. Just text the word Josh, J-O-S-H, to 72,000 and get your 10 tips list and uh, a discount code at no charge. Last but not least, my speaking schedule for the upcoming year is almost filled up. So if you have an upcoming event you'd like to recommend me for, or if you work in the healthcare industry and your company could use a coaching session or maybe uh, utilize the Selling to Hospitals Masterclass, reach out to me today at info at spendlessonhealthcare.com. That's just like the name of the podcast. It's info, I-N-F-O, at spendlessonhealthcare.com. You've been listening to the nationally recognized healthcare podcast, Spend Less on Healthcare with Dr. Josh Luke, where you get simple tips to reduce the amount of money you and your family spend on healthcare. For more information on any of the tips, products, promotions, solution providers, or guests featured on this episode, email info at spendlessonhealthcare.com. That's I-N-F-O at spendlessonhealthcare.com. For additional episodes and information on the host, visit drjoshluke.com. That's drjoshluke.com.